Hey, hello, and welcome to the Learn Everyday English podcast, your roadway to English proficiency. You've come to the right place to improve your listening comprehension skills and mastery of the English language. Hi, my name is Gary, and I will be your host today. I'm a native English speaker born and raised in the United States a retired engineer living in a small Texas town about an hour north of Houston. I'm also a language learner like you. I'm studying Spanish, so I know what it is like to learn a new and different language. So now let's jump right in to today's episode. What's up? Hey, how's it going? As we say here in the U.S. and in Texas. Or also you might know, howdy y'all. Y'all means you all. Hey, welcome to uh, episode 13 of the Learn Everyday English podcast. Glad to have you with me. And again, my name is Gary. In this episode, we're going to talk about phrasal verbs again. And we're going to talk about phrasal verbs using the word or the verb in. And we talked about phrasal verbs the last time using the word or the verb out. So now we're going to use the word in. But before we get started, I just want to remind you, you can follow me at my webpage. Just go to www.learneverydayenglish.com. There you can find links to the podcasts. And also there's a link to the Learn Everyday English YouTube channel where you can uh, watch interesting and engaging videos to help you master and improve your English language, along your English language journey. So without further ado, let's jump right in to today's episode. In today's episode, we're going to talk about phrasal verbs with the word in. And just remember, you can go to the Learn Everyday English webpage, go to the podcast resources page, and there you can download and find the program notes of what I'm going to be going over today. You'll find the words, the different phrasal verbs, the combinations and sentences that I'm going to be going over and explaining. So you can go to there and download that. Follow along with me so you don't have to write everything down as I'm going to be going over it here on the podcast. So that will make it a lot easier for you, or sometimes we say easier on you. Okay, the first phrasal verb that we're going to talk about using the word in is to break in. Break in. And break in means to enter by force and to also usually steal something. So to break into a place, a house, maybe a business by force, maybe kicking the door down, breaking a window, going in and stealing something. So a sentence I can use with break in is the thief broke into my apartment and stole my big screen television. The thief broke into my apartment and stole my big screen television. And sometimes instead of saying television, we'll just say TV for short or the initials TV. The next example using the word in is to bring in, bring in. And this has 
several different meanings, but two meanings are one can mean to receive income or receive a source of income like money, which is income. But a second definition is to catch or arrest a criminal and bring him to jail. So again, bring in has two different meanings or definitions. The first example of bring in is I'm going to use means to receive money or income. So for example, his company brings in more than $1 million a year in revenue. His company brings in more than $1 million a year in revenue. The other example for bring in, which means to catch or arrest a criminal, is this. The police finally brought in the kidnapper after trying to catch him for almost six months. The police finally brought in the kidnapper after trying to catch him for almost six months. So they finally brought him to jail. Number three is the phrase chip in, chip in, C-H-I-P. Chip in means to contribute to something. And contribute usually means we're talking about money or some type of work or effort that you're going to do. So to chip in. Example, we are taking contributions to help the victims of the recent hurricane. Do you want to chip in and help with a donation? And the answer to this question is, sure, I can chip in $10. Again, somebody asks a question, they can ask you this question. We are taking contributions to help the victims of the recent hurricane. Do you want to chip in and help with a donation? And your answer or your response can be, sure, I can chip in $10. That means I can contribute $10. Number four is the phrasal verb fill in, fill in. And this can has two different meanings as well. It can mean to act as a substitute for somebody or to act in place of somebody. But it can also mean to bring someone up to date with current information. So the first example is to act as a substitute. Example sentence. Since the current director is retiring, John is going to fill in as interim director until a permanent replacement is found. So since the director is retiring, John is going to fill in as interim director. And interim means like a temporary or for a short period of time. Interim director until a permanent replacement is found. The second uh, definition is to bring someone up to date. And this is the sentence. Since I have been on vacation for two weeks, can you fill me in on what happened while I was gone? Since I've been on vacation for two weeks, can you fill me in or can you bring me up to date? Tell me what happened while I was gone. That's what that means. The fifth example of a phrasal verb using the word in is to fit in, fit in. And this means to be accepted by a group of people. I'll have two example sentences for this phrasal verb. 
The first one is this. Hey, no matter what I do, John and his friends don't seem to like me. I just don't seem to fit in. No matter what I do, John and his friends don't seem to like me. I just don't seem to fit in. It means I am not accepted by them, or they don't seem to accept me. The second example, everyone at the gym is so slim and in good shape. While I am overweight and in poor physical condition, I just don't fit in. So everyone at the gym is so slim and in good shape. While I am overweight and in poor physical condition, I just don't fit in. The sixth example of a phrasal verb with the word in is to give in. And this means to finally accept something and usually to stop fighting it and you just go along with it. An example sentence is this. I didn't want to go with John on the weekend trip, but he was so persistent that I just decided to give in and go ahead and go. I didn't want to go with John on the weekend trip, but he was so persistent that I just decided to give in and accept it and not fight it, that's what that means, and go ahead and go. Number seven is hand in, hand in, which means to give something to someone. For example, I can say, we need to hand in our research papers to the teacher today in history class. We need to hand in our research papers to the teacher today in history class. Number eight is kick in. And this means to start to have an effect on something. To start to have an effect on something. For example, it took a while for the cold medicine to kick in. But when it did, I really began to feel much better. It took a while for the cold medicine to kick in. But when it did, I really began to feel better. So this means that the medicine started to have an effect. It started to kick in. Number nine is the phrasal verb, but in, but in, which means to interrupt or join a conversation or situation without being invited. For example, I could tell someone, can you please stop butting in and let me talk? Can you please stop butting in and let me talk? And that means, can you please stop interrupting or please stop joining in the conversation and just let me say what I want to say? And can you be quiet? That really, that's what that really means. This is kind of a rude phrase. You say this when you're mad or upset, so kind of be careful if you use this. Number 10 is the phrase to phase in phase in. And this means to introduce something gradually or slowly over time. For example, I can say, we will phase in the changes to our management policy over the next three months. We will phase in the changes to our management policy over the next three months. 
Number 11 is a phrasal verb pitch in. Pitch in. This means to help or assist with something. Help or assist with something. For example, We are cleaning out the garage right now. Do you want to pitch in? We are cleaning out the garage right now. Do you want to pitch in? And this means, do you want to pitch in and help? Or do you want to help us or assist us in cleaning out the garage? That means to pitch in. But another interesting fact is pitch in can also have the same meaning as chip in, which means to contribute something. So somebody could ask if you want to donate some money, they can, instead of saying, do you want to chip in, they could say, hey, do you want to pitch in? So that uh, means the same thing. And the last example, number 12, means to rake in, rake in, R-A-K-E, rake in. A rake can be a noun, which is an item that you use to collect leaves that fall in the yard, but this is a different meaning. So rake in can mean to receive something or to collect a large quantity of something. Usually and normally, we're talking about money. So for example, I can say, John's business is very successful. I hear he is raking in the dough. John's business is very successful. I hear he is raking in the dough. And dough isn't just another word or slang jargon for money. So if you say he has a lot of dough, that means he has a lot of money. So John's business is very successful. He is raking in the dough or he's raking in the money it means that he is receiving or his business is collecting a lot of money or large quantity of money. Hey, so I hope you enjoyed this episode and learning more about phrasal verbs. In this episode, we talked about phrasal verbs with the word in. I get a lot of comments from people that I talk to, again, saying this is one of the most difficult or confusing areas or aspects of the English language to try to learn. And I'm not going to lie. I guess that it is a little confusing and I think it just takes time. You have to hear these, uh, learn these, and just uh, hear them over and over and over again and learn how to use them. So don't be impatient. Don't be in a rush. Just uh, if you want to, take this list, print out the list from the uh, resources page, and just go over and study these and listen to the podcast again over and over several, two, three, four, five times, and these phrasal verbs will slowly sink in. Well, I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Learn Everyday English podcast. Hey, I would love to hear from you and what you thought of this episode. If you have any questions for me, let me know. And if you have any suggestions for specific topics you would like me to discuss on this program, to do that, just go to the Learn Everyday English webpage or homepage. At the bottom, you will find a contact form. Just fill that out and just send me a message. Hey, I'll read your comments. Hey, well, that's it for now. Be sure to check out our upcoming episodes. I try to upload an episode once a week, usually every Monday. And I've gotten some good comments from people who 
say that the podcasts are really beneficial and helping them, and their English comprehension has really improved. One comment said their uh, listening comprehension has skyrocketed. And if you don't know what that means, that means to skyrocket means to go up or increase uh, very quickly and very fast. So I hope other people are finding these episodes very helpful and beneficial as well. Well, that's it for now. Hey, thanks for listening. And we'll check you later on Learn Everyday English podcast. Goodbye.